What's cracking, big dogs? Besides the earth underneath Leonard Fournette's feet, welcome bike to the channel. Welcome bike to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE. Y'all can see the letters up there on the wall. Big dogs got to eat fantasy football. Today's video is going to be a lot of fun. Today's going to be a lot of fun because this is the video. Y'all get to look back in a year from now and be like, Nick, you stink. How do you have a YouTube channel? I should have a YouTube channel. Listen, if you could, you would. Today's the official big dogs do not draft list. I'm going through my top guys. I will own on zero teams. I know I talk about diversifying the revenue. You're going to get a lot of shit wrong. So take some dudes that you don't like because there are going to be guys that you don't like that are really good in fantasy football. And if you took them on a couple of teams, maybe your year would have ended up a little bit differently. Guess what? These guys are not on any of my teams. Also want to address one thing really quickly about the Leonard Fournette video yesterday who would have been featured in this video. So I'm kind of upset. I don't get to take a victory lap on that. There was one part of the video where I was talking about Jay Gruden's former running backs. And I said, look at the 2011 team. Muh, muh. Emma, like money, an Emma. And you guys kept bullying me in the comment section. Anyone else hear him say 2011 teen? I didn't say teen. I said 2011 team. So go back to that video and go apologize. That's how we're starting this shit off because you're going to apologize for the comments you're going to leave on this video, disagreeing with the players that I don't like. And you're going to go back and apologize on the Leonard Fournette video. The official do not draft list. The guys I absolutely hate in fantasy football this year. We don't hate players. We hate ADPs. False. I hate these players. I'm ready to roll. Let's tuck our shirts in. Let's stop yelling. I can't promise I'm not going to yell today. These guys get me fucking fed up. These guys get me angry. These guys get me in a volatile state. But let's eat. If you're watching this video, that means your fantasy draft is coming up. And if your fantasy draft is coming up and you have not visited draftnowfantasy.com, I don't know what you're doing. This video is single-handedly going to help you lift the trophy. It's going to help you with the hardware. It's going to help you get that chip in January. But you have to make sure that you have hardware. You have to make sure that you have a trophy. And we do. Oh, baby, we do. We have a beautiful one from draftnowfantasy.com. You saw that fucking head whip. I'm, I'm on my game today, right? I already had my cup of coffee. I already had a monster. Things are getting weird in the headquarters. Draftnowfantasy.com has everything y'all need for your league. Free shipping. Free shipping, which can get to you before the weekend. It's two to five day shipping. It's absolutely free if you get their draft kit. Their draft kit comes not only with the trophy, but your draft board. So if you're doing a live draft with your friends this weekend, you will be able to get this in time they have the giant draft board it's monstrous it's big it's black pause room for 14 teams and 20 rounds obviously everyone's expanding their rosters this time around because we need those covid ir spots so this has enough for 20 player slots it's got the player stickers of course it's beautiful it is gorgeous it is aesthetic and it will fit right on your wall with a little piece of tape plus the sash over there. So we've got the winner trophy. We've got the loser punishment. We've got the draft board. Everything y'all need on draftnowfantasy.com. If you use the promo code BDGE, when you check out, you will get 20% off and you will get free shipping for the weekend. Let's go, people. Draftnowfantasy.com. Go hit it. Speaking of hitting, some players that will not be able to hit the hole this year. Number one on the do not draft list, David Johnson of the Houston Texans. You will see a theme throughout this video. You will see a theme of old running backs. We have this geriatric optimism throughout the fantasy community. We have a theme of old running backs who are past their prime. There's no argument here of whether or not David Johnson is past his prime. Was he once a great talent that we loved and he was ascending and he was going to be the next great thing at the position? Yes. I've got news for you. 
that shit closes quickly. That window does not stay open. It's like the winter out here for David Johnson. Oh, but look what Carlos Hyde did last year. Okay, let me get let me let me talk about David Johnson as a player. This should come as no surprise to you guys. His single best attribute is catching the ball. His single worst attribute is runs up the middle of the offensive line. Do you know what the Houston Texans offense is built around? They're built around running the ball up the middle on first and second down. Nobody does this more than Bill O'Brien does, okay? And now he has David Johnson's new shiny object, which you should go get at draftnowfantasy.com. And David Johnson is the Lombardi trophy of this Houston offense. He's going to feed him the ball on first and second down up the middle. Do they throw to their running backs? Deshaun Watson, since he has taken over as a starter, there is one single team, the Tennessee Titans, who has thrown to their running backs at a lower rate than Deshaun Watson at 16%. In three seasons, that number has never been above 17%. Duke Johnson is still there. He is still there and he saw like 60 to 65 targets last year okay now Watson is a beast but losing DeAndre Hopkins is going to make this offense volatile in my opinion while their offensive line has been upgraded a little bit it's still not the strong point of this offense by any means their defense is terrible which means other offenses are going to have more time of possession I just think the the red flags are very very clear here those who want to draft David Johnson and get fooled for the fourth straight year yes I know he was so he was a top five PPR back in four weeks of last season guys he's good at catching the ball Arizona's offense is good at throwing the ball to the running backs. This is not Arizona anymore. He does not have Cliff Kingsbury scheming up the plays. He has Bill O'Brien, who has one side of his brain working when it comes to calling plays, and it is all centered around running the ball up the middle on first and second down. We're going to experience so many two and three yard runs from David Johnson. You guys want to talk about him having this crazy upside. Like, I don't see any sort of upside. You're getting a boring play in the fourth fifth rounds of your drafts that I promise you is going to leave you disappointed. This is the running back dead zone where you want to grab the wide receivers, the wide receivers with legit upside after you grab your running backs early and often. So David Johnson officially off my board. Another guy that fits this mold, Le'Veon Bell, man. This is even this is an even worse situation Le'Veon Bell is in. If the warning signs have not been there through the training camp reports, I don't know what you're doing. And I've mentioned this a few times in my previous videos, but when it comes to training camp reports, everybody's going to look their best. When you start to have negative reports, especially as consistently as we've gotten from Le'Veon Bell out of Jets camp, that's a huge red flag, right? Because everyone's looking so good. Everyone's in the best shape of their lives. So when you have a player that sticks out for not looking good, that's a problem. That There's something to that. Le'Veon Bell last year was one of my most faded players, right? He was a guy that I was not touching anywhere because the offense was shit, the offensive line was shit, and the offensive play caller, Adam Gase, is shit. What has changed there? Adam Gase is still there calling a shit offensive system. Their offense is still going to be shit. They brought a new weapon to are already hurt. Denzel Mims hurt. Brashad Perriman hurt. They're signing guys like Chris Hogan off the, off the streets. So this tells you what kind of shape their wide receiver core is in. The offensive line, yes, they have an upgrade of talent. They have five new starters in the offensive line, which is an upgrade of talent, but listen to what I just said. Five brand new starters. Do you think an offensive line of five new pieces meshes that quickly? No, that's not going to be the case. The same situation, except where a year later, they sign Frank Gore, they draft Michael Pirine. Pirine is hurt and he's going to be out for a while. They tried to trade for Kalen Balage, which should tell you about all you need to know about both Adam Gase and what they think about Le'Veon Bell. All the reports have literally said like Frank Gore has looked better than Le'Veon Bell. The people talking themselves into Le'Veon Bell, I have no idea what they're going off of. There is no upside like it was in Pittsburgh for Le'Veon Bell, and there is only red flags, bad reports, bad signs coming out of Jets camp. He is probably the easiest fade in that fourth, fifth round range when it comes to running backs. If at any time you want to just stop watching this video and get the entirety of my do not draft list, as well as all the players that will be specifically targeting this year, the easiest way to do that 
is getting our draft guide. It is live and it is only available for about another week because drafts are starting this weekend. So thanks to Monkey Knife Fight who is sponsoring our draft guide. All you got to do to get all of this information, there's about a thousand exclusive pieces of content within the draft guide is go to monkeyknifefight.com, deposit $10 or more when you use the promo code BDGE. Okay, that's it. Monkeyknifefight.com, $10, promo code BDGE. You play a game on there. As soon as you do that, I will email you access to the guide. It's got the entire do not draft list position by position by position by position. Okay. Bigdogsdraftguide.com if you're not eligible for the monkey knife fight deal. Let's continue on this trend. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley off my board. Now he's a guy who's getting good reports out of camp, but they will not fool me. Okay. 15 to 25 touches a game. If you think that he's getting 320 touches this year, you're out of your mind. They're already limiting him in practice. They're limiting the workload because they know he has the arthritis in his knee. We want to talk about Gurley uh, getting such a big upgrade at the offensive line. Like guys, the Atlanta Falcons line, I'm a Falcons fan. I watched their games. Our offensive line stunk last year. We invested two first round picks into our line. One of them was a major bust. One of them was injured and only played in five games. Neither of them were a positive. I do expect some kind of incremental positive upgrade from one of them this year, which will make the line, I guess, better. But guys, shit offensive lines don't just become great because you think that they should just improve year over year. Some offensive lines are bad because their players are bad. And that was the case for Atlanta last year. Todd Gurley comes over and you look at every efficiency metric from last year. True yards per carry, 48th in the NFL. Yards per touch, 48th in the NFL. Breakaway run rate, 42nd in the NFL. He he just doesn't explode. He doesn't have explosions. And the only reason he was really good in fantasy a bunch of years back was because of those touchdowns and the glaring holes that the Rams offensive line opened up. He's not going to experience that in Atlanta. Last year, like, yes, he finished as a top 12 or 13 PPR back, but that was carried by 13 rushing touchdowns. If you think Gurley's scoring 13 rushing touchdowns in Atlanta, you're out of your mind. His juke rate. 40th among running backs yards created per touch 49th so that's the big thing like you guys want to talk about the rams offensive line being bad we have an incredible amount of advanced when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Analytics that show us how a running back performed outside of the offensive line play. And that's one of them. Yards created per touch on playerprofile.com, ranked 49. This is something I tweeted out a few weeks ago. Y'all should go follow me on Twitter because I'm tweeting out. Follow me on Twitter because I'm tweeting out tweets like this all the time. Yeah, y'all like that shit? Couldn't say it fast five times if you tried to. Todd Gurley broke a single tackle on his 31 receptions in 2019. 3.2% broken tackle rate, ranked 38th of 43 qualified running backs. David Johnson broke a single tackle on his 36 receptions in 2019. 2.8% broken tackle rate, ranked 40th of 43 qualified running backs, okay? You guys are banking on 
these running backs getting an insane amount of volume, even though they haven't been able to do so over the last year, two years, five years for fucking David Johnson's sake. And they don't get it done by themselves. Okay, they're not getting big holes. They're not making explosive plays. If that's not the case, I don't want to be relying on early grinding situation opportunity backs. I want guys who can provide me big explosive plays in the passing game, guys who are going to get a lot of goal line work. I legitimately think this Atlanta backfield is going to turn into a committee at some point this season. Like Gurley might come out the gate, get 16 touches the first game, 19 the next game. And I think we're going to start seeing games of like more so 12 to 14 touches. I think Brian Hill is going to work himself in as a breather back. I think Edo Smith is going to catch some passes. I wouldn't be surprised if Quadra Allison gets some goal line work. All right. So you heard it here first. Gurley seems like he's a back that's in a situation where there's no way he's going to not get all the touches because there's no talent on the depth chart. I'm telling you differently. We're going to be disappointed by Todd Gurley this year in fantasy football. Do not draft him in the third round. I think this is probably a more obvious one, but it's Mark Ingram of the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Ingram's Ingram's a tough one because I had him on this list last year, and obviously I was very wrong about that, but I was, I was right about most of the points that I was making. I was saying that he's not going to get a lot of volume. He's going to be extremely efficient. I think my exact words were he's going to get about 14 carries a game, probably average between 4.7 to 5.0 yards per carry, you know, running behind Lamar Jackson, obviously, but he's kind of a zero in the receiving game. And the point I missed on was the fact that the Ravens offense was just so damn good that he got so many goal line opportunities, right? 10 rushing touchdowns, five receiving touchdowns on just 26 catches. So very limited work in the receiving game, as I said, and he had 202 carries, which was just under, I believe, 14 carries a game, which he played in. So the volume wasn't really there. Okay. So you have a guy who's getting 13 or 14 touches a game, a guy who is no way going to match his touchdown total numbers from the year prior. And now you're bringing on J.K. Dobbins, who is about as talented as any running back in this class, probably not on the Jonathan Taylor spectrum, but y'all get the point. You have limited volume from Mark Ingram, and now you're bringing on a guy who the Ravens dubbed as a first round talent on their board, and there's no way they could pass on him when he fell to the second round. So he's older. Ingram's been a great NFL player. He was great for fantasy last year, but there's no way he repeats anything close to what he did last year. For those of you guys double dipping on him grabbed him in the fifth last year hat tip to you you're doing it again this year you're playing yourself again you're seeing a theme here you're seeing running backs past their prime where people are trying to reach back into their past being nostalgic that's what noah had dubbed this term this is the nostalgic range the nostalgic rounds of fantasy football where you want to regain the prime of a player that you might have had on your team a year two years three years ago guys i'm telling you they're past their prime let them go draft the up-and-coming, exciting running backs that have a ceiling. These guys don't have ceilings anymore. Like, what is Todd, if I'm wrong, what is Todd Gurley's ceiling? I legitimately think his ceiling is probably like RB14, and that's not anywhere close to league winning. If I'm drafting a guy in the third round or the fourth round, give me Melvin Gordon, give me DeAndre Swift, give me guys who legitimately still have top five, top six, top seven league winning upside. Take the definition of nostalgia, read it literally and leave these guys in the past, please. We're projecting these roles for these running backs going into new spots. It's like David Johnson is going to get the Carlos Hyde role, but like were you excited about were you excited about having Carlos Hyde on your team if you had to take him in the fourth round last year? Oh, Todd Gurley's going to have the Devonta Freeman role. Was anybody who drafted Devonta Freeman in the third round happy about that fantasy pick? Use you, turn your fucking brains on. There is one more running back that I mentioned in yesterday's video, the top 50 rankings overall video. If you missed that, I would uh, suggest go checking out it was yesterday's video on the channel. I'll link it in the description as well. But I talked about Aaron Jones. I've talked about him a lot this offseason. He does not fit into this category. He is still very much in his prime. He's behind a good offensive line in a good offense. However, the signing of A.J. Dillon makes me nervous only because he was already a part-time player last year. Played on 60% of the snaps. All of his receiving work literally 
you know, 50% of it came in the games, in the four games in which Devontae Adams was out. So if you're predicting Adams to miss four games, then cool, go draft Aaron Jones. But if you're not like a normal fucking person who's not a doctor, I'm only technically a doctor, so don't take my word for it. But if Devontae Adams is on the field, Aaron Jones' receiving numbers are going to be pulled bike a little bit plus they didn't have a wide receiver two last year and I think Alan Lazard plays that role I think Jay Sternberger makes himself a role in this offense as well so the 60% snap rate is probably going to come down to like 55% 54% 53% that will that will move the needle on Aaron Jones as a very very poor second round pick again he's a guy that you caught lightning in a bottle with last year I don't want to double dip on that no one was higher on Aaron Jones than I was last year the amount of messages I got on December 29th, as soon as week 16 finished, like thanking me about how many championships were won out there because I told people to take Aaron Jones was absurd. And I'm happy about that, but I'm telling you not to take him. So on December 29th of this year, I expect some text text messages saying thank you for fading Aaron Jones in the second round. If he starts to drop to the end of the third round, yeah, let's go all in on it. I'll take Aaron Jones as a really fantastic real life back that makes guys miss, that creates yards, that is really, really good down by the goal line. But I think we're going to see a lot of inconsistent play because I don't want a guy who's going to be in a committee, who's going to be in a three-headed situation. They've already come out and said, yeah, we're going to use all of our backs, and that's going to happen again. So Aaron Jones makes me extremely nervous. So those are the big five that I'm really like avoiding this year in drafts, especially where they're going off the board. If we look at some wide receivers, the first one, and this AJ Green, like I, I, I'm not going to waste any more breath on it, guys. Like Stop telling me that he has wide receiver one overall upside. been saying it since last March. Like David Johnson, we have not seen him be good on a football field for more than like six weeks out of time in four years stop reaching back into the past for a guy who is past his prime now okay AJ Green can't stay on the field he's still running on the sideline because of his hamstring injury these are what happened to older players they get hurt and they have a harder time recovering from these injuries so I have very 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 do not take AJ Green over Tyler Boyd that's the main point here okay Tyler Boyd is going to run from the slot he's going to put up massive numbers with Joe Burrow who likes to target the slot more than just about any other quarterback that we know in the NFL I will probably be staying away from Odell Beckham as well. I do think there's a chance that he regains his form and still is an elite wide receiver, but it's slipping more and more into that zone where we just haven't seen it in so long. And the volume in this offense passing wise is going to be extremely low. I think Baker probably finishes between like 450 and 500 pass attempts this year, and that's probably not going to get it done for Odell Beckham. And that makes me nervous. Like the chemistry that we saw last year was literally non-existent. So maybe they fix it over the summer, but I'll probably let someone else worry about that. And I think in the first round of drafts, like these are guys like Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook who are way too risky for my liking right now. And Alvin Kamara, we just heard news that he's actually been out of practice for the last three days because of the contract situation. I think the Saints are smart. I think the Saints will pay the man if that's what this is about, but they did bring in Ty Montgomery. So maybe they think, listen, Ty Montgomery can do 75% of what Alvin Kamara does. But the contract situations, as we've learned in previous years, are a real thing. The Melvin Gordons, the Le'Veon Bells, the holdouts are real and they become very, very risky in fantasy football. So these guys that are, you know, if your drafts are today, tomorrow, the next day, they don't have contracts yet, you're going to want to pull back on them. You're not going to want to use your first round pick on them. Okay. You're also just not going to want to take those guys who have like the Marlon Max, the carry on Johnsons, the guys who have zero upside and also a really low floor. I tweeted out like Marlon Mack and Karen Johnson should have ADPs of like 120 plus. So people are like, no, like he's going to be the starter for the first couple of weeks. Like, okay, but he's going to be in a running back by he's you're going to draft Marlon Mack in like the eighth, ninth round so that you can get 10 carries out of him for two weeks. Think about that out loud. You sound fucking dumb. So don't take Marlon Mack. Don't take Carrion Johnson. I was about to say don't take Tariq Cohen, but now with the David Montgomery injury, he's someone that I'm probably fading because as you know, we don't draft 
injured players going into the year. Do not comment about Miles Sanders. He's in his own category. Dave Montgomery's injury is actually serious. He's going to be probably out for two to three weeks. We don't know if that's going to pour into week one or week two of the regular season. But if he comes back too quickly, obviously the re-injury risk is much higher for a guy like him. So I guess Tariq Cohen by default is probably going to get a little bit more volume, but he's just not a guy I want in my starting lineup. Okay, so I'm out of breath. I raced through that thing. It ain't no damn marathon. It is a sprint now that it's draft season. Again, since it is draft season, make sure that you equip your league with thy gear, thy championship Lombardi trophy, the Draft Now board at draftnowfantasy.com. When you use the promo code BDGE when you check out, you're not only getting free shipping for it, which will come by the weekend, you will get 20% off your order. So if you get everyone to chip in $5 on top of your buy-in, you have it. You have enough for the draft board. It's beautiful, and your league mates will love you for getting it. I love you for watching this. Make sure you all hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're new, and we'll see you tomorrow on Bunk Bed Breakdowns for our entire draft strategy video. Peace. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.